Welcome, everyone, to episode 29 of Welcome. Subject to Change. Is it 29? This is episode 29. I looked on my Instagram before, so you can try and throw me up. It is episode 29. We're one away from 30. That is, you're so smart. I know, like, I'm pretty good at maths. I'm pretty good at maths. How do you work that out? <coughs> So we're I one mean, away from 30. That's just pretty... I don't know. It feels like You're a, so intuitive. I'm pretty intuitive. Critical thinking. Critical thinking. But I don't know. It just feels like a, an, an achievement. It's just like it the is. little milestones, you know? Yeah. Why is 30 a milestone? I don't know. It's just a, I think it's just like every 10 episodes. A multiple of 10? Yeah, it's a multiple of 10. Because, like, look, I think, you know, we always say that, you know... Um, we want to see what happens when we get to episode 100 but it just doesn't mean that like you can't celebrate the small wins because otherwise you'll just wait for something that's ages away so it's like appreciate the small wins and you have a good time throughout it's true like it's true every single win will feel <laughs> Stephen been, why are you being so philosophical it's, about oh, it's, it's because <laughs> of it. is that, is that, <laughs> let me be philosophical about let me recording 30 you, episodes let me of podcasts. The reason why, okay? Yeah. I don't know. Just like, it's, I guess it's because it's a multiple of Enjoying 10. the journey. I'm enjoying the journey. Yes. So one away from episode 30. So it feels like a milestone. And one of our videos is almost at a million views. It's fucking, it feels pretty good. <laughs> You're excited a little bit. I just do the excitement for both of us. Yeah, yeah thank you. Thank you. I'll, I'll chill. Yeah. I'll chill. It's because I haven't been in, you know, Combank and Specsavers. Sorry, I'm just, I'm not used to this. That's and finish. why. And what? Finish. What's that? Dishwashing. Oh, Dishwashing out of it. Yeah. Exactly. So I'm not used to this lifestyle. I mean, you someone's got to live it. Exactly. You so, know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah. It's just brand new for me. So I'm, I'm getting used getting to Getting used to the fame. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just yeah. don't let it go to your head, mate. I don't know, man. I'm getting stopped like almost no times a day now. So <laughs> it's, it's a lot to deal with. You know, some of our uh, friends know who we are now, so it's yeah, pretty cool. Yeah, that's great. It's great. I love when they talk to us about our podcast. Do you know what is weird, actually? I am um, some, a, f- a friend of mine at work and like even someone else, one of their friends came across our TikTok page who, do- who don't even know us. Okay. And like, I get it. You put content out on TikTok and you know that all randomers are going to see it. Mm. But it's like when you hear of a randomer who's actually seen it and they're like, <clears> oh, I know that person or I've yeah, seen you've seen someone them else. Someone I'm else. like, it, it's like, I didn't. A surreal feeling. Yeah, it's like a surreal feeling. You're like, oh, fuck, people actually do see it. And you'll come across where it's like people you haven't met will see it and you can mm. bump into them. It's just a weird feeling. I was yeah, like, that's fuck. good. So good. People um, actually see you. Anyway, yeah, go on. Um, I was going to say, before we before we start, as usual. As usual. A good few of you did it last week. Did they? Um, please go on to Spotify. If you listen to Spotify, give us five stars. Give us five stars. If you're on YouTube, please subscribe. Please subscribe. If you're on Apple Podcast, please rate us and leave a comment. Please rate us and leave a five comment. Five star. Five star. If you are watching or listening on SoundCloud, please subscribe. Please subscribe. And like it. And like it. Maybe even leave a comment. Maybe even leave a comment. Um, and we're going to give you 10 seconds to do that right now. There we go. Thank you very much. Oakley just stayed completely <laughs> yeah. still. Even he Oakley is, didn't move. It's funny. He's like, um, beautiful. Thank you very much for um, for doing that. If you did, and if you didn't, you're a piece of shit. But also, thank you very much for listening. Everyone who is listening, little thanks. Yeah, also, follow it. us in, on uh, Spotify, because mm. our followers are slowly going up on that, which is good. Fuck, I should follow us on Spotify. Have I followed us on Spotify? Don't have, you even, have you even rated us on Spotify? <laughs> 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 you haven't even given us a, your own podcast. Oh my God, I don't, fuck, yeah, I do it on TikTok and Instagram. Fuck, I need to be better as this. I'm our social media manager. Yeah, he's li- he's given himself that title. And that's, <laughs> yeah, 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 a few days ago, I was like, I've made the creative decision to not post this on IG and you were like, fair enough. I was like, oh wow, okay. 
I've got a lot of power right now. Now I just choose my battles. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm our, I'm our social media manager. Yeah. Um, so, you know, the fact that I'm the social media manager, that's quite frightening. Because uh, I've only recently learned how to use TikTok. Yeah. We're, we're, it's, a, it's a learning curve. It's we're getting there. Curve. We're yeah. getting there slowly but surely. Mm. But today, Daniel. Go on then. What are you talking about? I don't know, mate. Let me know. Today, Daniel. We. Daniel. So funny. Are talking about situationships. Mm. Hey. 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 I didn't even know you were going to drop this. Oh. Hey. Woo. Yes, 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 yes. That is exactly what we are going to be talking about today. Man like Oakley knows about situationships. He's got bare bitches. Yes, he does. He does. Oh, He's yeah. a little bit of a man whore, this one. Oh, yeah. um, but yes, we are going to be talking about situationships, which I think is a fantastic conversation. I do, I do like the topic on this, situationships. I feel like this, this term, this coin term situationships aren't even that... That new, I think it's maybe no. only been around for like four or five years. I I think I only heard it from when like we spoke about it. I think you'd said it to me one time. Oh yeah, I'd bro, never... I said the word to you. Yeah, like when we first met. And yeah. I was like, oh, that's that's interesting. Nice yeah, one. yeah, it is a nice one. No, it's funny. See that song I played. Yeah. Um, the only reason I know about it is because <laughs> someone sent that to you. Like, what are we? And they sent you that no, song. No, no, no. <laughs> so, um, my me and my ex used to make her like make each other playlists. And um, she made me like a Spotify playlist when we got back together. Yeah. And then that was like the first song on the playlist. Oh, Jesus Christ. No, but she, she was ripping the piss. Because oh, like right, before, okay. before we were a situation ship and then when she sent me that playlist, we were in a relationship. Oh, okay. And then she that was like the first song. I was like, oh, this is an absolute banger routine. I thought it'd be a great way if a girl like messaged you saying, hey, what are we? And you just send, send them it, that. Just send them that tune. Yeah, it's a tune. It what, is a tune. Situation ship by tune? Situation ship by Snow Allegra. British artist. Those of you out there who are in a situation ship and the other person doesn't know, feel free to just ping that over to them. Okay, so for you, Daniel. Yeah. Let me read out what is a situation ship. I'll read out the definition. Educate me, please, sir. You're very welcome. Less than a relationship, but more than a casual encounter or booty call. A situation ship refers to a romantic relationship that is and remains undefined. To some, this might look like casual meals and hanging out but never really discuss in the future. But a situation ship could look different t- to anyone. It's important to keep in mind that you don't owe anyone an explanation. Oh. I like that. Do you feel like that's an accurate description? I think so. Yeah. yeah. I think hearing that I've definitely had situation ships. Yeah, definitely. And I think what we want to do today is talk about different things in a relationship. Are they a good thing? Hmm. Yes or no? I feel like I always get clammy sometimes. <laughs> I get clammy because I know that I've got a fucking big mouth and I have like been very, uh, what's the word? I throw myself under the bus yeah, you a do. lot and I put a lot of stuff out there. Stuff that we talk about, I'll be the first one to say it and I'm like, oh, I'm going to look like the piece of shit in this conversation. You know, or you're you're the piece of shit or you'll come up with something life. and you'll be like, so Dan, go for it. And I'll talk <laughs> about it and I'm like, I see, I see what's just happened here. I see what's just happened. You, know, you don't think before you talk. You yeah, just like start rambling and then next minute you're like, oh, I probably shouldn't have said that. I can hear it. As I'm like talking, someone just in the like back of the me hole. is like, right, let's just figure out the end of that sentence before you get there because you're about to get in a lot of shit. And I'm oh. like, quick, let's just figure it out. Let's but, just um, it out. but yeah. yeah, we're going to be talking about if they're good to be in. We're going to talk about the cons of being a situation ship. 
What are the pros of being in a situation ship? Uh-huh. What are the signs that you're in one? Mm-hmm. Can they be toxic? Mm-hmm. What's the best course of action to actually get out of one? Ooh. An interrelationship. Okay, let's start with the first or, one. Or and to get out of a situation ship and just become single again. Okay, what's the first one? Are they good? Are they good? I think a situation ship can be really good because... I think a situation ship can be good because someone who maybe hasn't had a relationship and they've only just had one night stands. And I mm. know people like this. They've never had like a long... One of my friends has never had a long-term relationship before. Okay. They've never had it. And I think they can be quite an avoidant human being. And I think a situation ship could be a really good... Um, it could be a really good way to expose someone to potentially open yourself up emotionally yeah without having the responsibility of being in a relationship to that person so you can still have someone of like the opposite sex who's like more than a friend who you sleep with you can spend intimate time with yeah but you don't have to have that like panic of like oh the god pressures what's of, like, gonna happen girlfriend yeah because yeah. usually it's that feeling that like triggers someone's avoidant nature yeah so commitment. that could be a really great way to open someone up i, I know for myself when you know, I know for myself being in like a number of uh, different casual situationships, it really helped me to like open up more, yeah. especially going from like long-term relationships. I think I was really avoidant for quite a bit of time. And then after a while, it, it, it helped me massively. Yeah. I was able to open up, communicate more, just be like comfortable being in a situation with someone without the like the, the weight of a relationship yeah, being for sure. the responsibility for someone's happiness. Um, not that you should be that, but you know that was my feeling towards it. Yeah, I agree. I think a situation ship is really good because it gives you an opportunity and time to learn about yourself, mm. learn about the things you like and you don't like. For me, in situation ships, I've definitely, even in the bedroom, you figure out things that you, you like and you don't like because I guess there is a sense of whenever you start something new with someone mm. and a situation ship, there is like the excitement and yeah. the the chemistry that's there kind of um, allows you the opportunity to maybe just explore a little bit more because you're just like, oh, she's so fit. I want to like do this. I want to do that. Mm. And you're just giving yourself like that wiggle room to kind of sometimes be a little bit less self-conscious because you just want to kind of escape. But yeah, I agree. Like whenever I've been in situation ships, it's taught me so many things that I don't like physically and also from an emotional standpoint. I don't like a finger in the bum. <laughs> have you ever had one in the bum? I have, yeah, yeah, I have. I've got a funny story for you, actually. Oh, you can tell it in the podcast? No, I'll, yeah, yeah, I'll bring it, yeah, yeah, I'll, okay. I'll, I'll say it on the podcast. But also, I think one good thing about um, being in a situation ship, it also alleviates kind of the pressures and the social pressures that relationships bring. Because mm. obviously, we know in society, because we talk about this all the time, how, why there's so many stages of dating before you then claim someone as your girlfriend and boyfriend you know what i mean it's like when you start dating you're going to your first date mm. and you have sex and then you go on another date and then now you're hanging out quite regularly and then you finally have the talk it's like are you sleeping with anyone else no i'm not are you no i'm not so then now you're not sleeping with anyone else but then you don't give that a title of anything you're just like oh yeah we're not sleeping with anyone else and then from that point you then move to the next stage it's like okay now we're exclusive and then this exclusivity that people call it, it's just like, but what is that? You're not sleeping with anyone else. You're not entertaining anyone else. But then you won't call them a girlfriend. And then from exclusivity, you then go to girlfriend and boyfriend. So I think 
the situation ship definitely allows people to enjoy depending on the the nature of your situation ship it, it allows people to enjoy the the aspects of a relationship without the actual like anxiety and social pressures of what a boyfriend and girlfriend relationship mm. brings you because i think what scares people the most is the title the title brings another level of commitment mm-hmm. it's like you could be you could be with someone for 10 15 years and then whoever the male the the female is afraid to propose mm-hmm. but like the only difference with the proposal is that another level of commitment and then from the proposal and engagement you're then married married but nothing really changes the, in terms of what you were for those 10 years and when you get married the only thing that changes is the paper and the government i think from that and, point yeah i think from that point not a lot changes i think in the earlier stages those like small incremental steps yeah you have like it's a different like mental clarity yeah where like let's say if you go from just dating someone to being like official like you know you ask them to be your girlfriend or you ask them to be your boyfriend i think that there is a difference there it's i think there's like a form of like like it's like a form of mental clarity where you feel that you've reached a new stage yeah, it is a mental thing you can open up more maybe you feel more comfortable more settled because you've been able to accept that there's like a, a new level to that relationship you have. So I think in those kind th- of... But do you think being quote-unquote exclusive, if you're dating someone for six months and you decide to not finally be exclusive, what do you think the difference is in terms of you when you decide to go to like boyfriend and girlfriend? Because for me, I've got to the stage where I've been exclusive and then not made it boyfriend girlfriend levels but for me if i was to go to boyfriend girlfriend levels like the dynamic of that situation ship no relationship wouldn't change like nothing changes besides the title how do you introduce and, that person who isn't your girlfriend but you're dating to, to other people how do you introduce them as in like friends who yeah how do you introduce them? What do you say? Hey, this is so-and-so. Cool. Right. So in yeah. that example, you might say that's so-and-so. They've, they've never met before. You've never yeah. met them. This is, I don't know, Rachel. If someone's your girlfriend, you'd be like, oh, this is thingy, my girlfriend. Just just that moment for the other person, what that feels like for them, uh, yeah. I think it can feel a lot different. It's like- well, I don't think I would they, say this is my girlfriend. If you introduce them to maybe like a stranger or like you were at like a social event- Yeah, I, I don't think I would say, hey, this is my girlfriend. If you were in a situation where you did introduce them and- that I just say their name. Well, if, it, if you were in a situation where you did introduce them and the situation felt it was applicable to introduce that person- as your girlfriend, yeah, that's that's a completely different thing than if you were just like dating, like early stages of dating. Yeah, I know for that other person, because if I was there, well, are you that, are you talking early stage of dating compared to girlfriend boyfriend? Going from that to girlfriend and boyfriend, like what what's early stages to you? Because like if I was like if maybe I the if, first like six months, three to six months. Yeah, because if I was if I was dating a girl and we'd had the conversation that we're exclusive Mm. and i was in a setting where um i had to introduce her and someone's and i was like and they were asking who is she to me i'd probably i would probably say she's my girlfriend i I think that feeling for them is like if if you're not being gonna say to someone oh yeah we're exclusive like that's just yeah exactly exactly so i would first introduce oh this person is you know xyz but then if like they're my girlfriend but oh this is my girlfriend this is that person yeah and i think for them it's like 
it's a level of pride you have for that person. You're confident to yeah. say that this person represents like a portion of us. Mm. We come at this as like a team. And I think that's why having that exclusivity yeah. it is like a different stage. But also I think with with that introduction thing, if you're not boyfriend and girlfriend, it is also normal to say that we're dating. If someone's mm. like, oh, what is it? Oh, we're dating at the moment. Yeah. I think that's also a normal like terminology to use. I'd like to introduce you to the only person I'm sleeping with at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. So, yeah. but yeah, I do think you're right when it comes mm. to like the mental clarity thing. It is, it is less about, I guess, society and how the titles then frames your own mental psyche and how, exactly. how you approach this There's situation. less anxiety about it. Yeah. There's less like thought process. You're like, I've accepted this person is yeah. my partner. And I think that has like a big play in it we 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 led on from like situationships what's like the the first thing we you said a situationships what's the first thing you said you were talking about situationships we led into like relationships but oh, we yeah. were talking about situationships. Oh, no, oh no i was saying that situationships allow you to <clears throat> to alleviate the social anxieties and pressures mm. that starting relationships would <clears throat> so what i was gonna say i is, said that really fast so what i was gonna say is you said initially do you think situationships are good i think they can be good mm. i think that not everyone knows how to handle situationships yeah. it's fun without commitment as well it's sometimes. fun without commitment but i think the big issue that comes is when people think i've experienced conversations with people early stages of like situationships or you know like rosters or you know like casual dating stuff like that mm. and i think a lot of people in the beginning stages maybe don't know how to handle it and a big thing that comes into it are things like sexual dependency mm. emotional dependency yeah jealousy yeah. neediness and this isn't just like women this is men as well this can be from both sides yeah because people might not know canceled. how to handle yeah this this, <laughs> this 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 will be from people who don't know how to handle as an example if someone just becomes single and they're like i, I want to start seeing people casually i know people that have just slept with one person and then that person has eventually stopped wanting to sleep with them yeah this can this can happen in a situation yeah and so from that it's like they're like oh they're kind of like butthurt from it and i'm like there has to be a level where you set your expectations. And that's why in a situation ship, when you have got some more experience, you can understand that, yeah, in the moment when we're with each other, we have a really nice time. We can share these things. But yeah. that person at any moment could also move on. Yeah, for sure. And I have to be aware of that. And I have to accept that. And you have to be completely comfortable. And it does take time. It does take experience to be okay with it. You know, instead of sitting up and being like, oh, they've opened my WhatsApp message. What are they doing? And it's like, you're not dating them. They're not yeah. yours. You're not in a relationship. You don't it gives people ownership. an easy out when you're in a relationship as well. What do you mean? It gives, it gives you an easy out. Because I feel like if you are, if compared to like a boyfriend-girlfriend relationship, there is a level of responsibility for that person and their emotional state, I guess. And I guess when you're in a situationship, there is that level of like, there's less commitment. So it's easier for you to kind of just veer off left and say, yeah, I'm done. Yeah. I think. I think, which is actually like one of the cons, I think, of a situationship. The fact you can just like jump from person to person. And not even jump from person to person, but then I think again, when it comes to like your mental psyche and how you view it, whether this is conscious or subconscious, I think whenever you're in a situationship compared to the relationship, there is a level of non-commitment, which then allows you the opportunity to kind of just jump ship or just leave whenever you feel like you're over it. Whereas if you're in a relationship with someone and you feel like you're ready to leave, there is, 
whether you're thinking or not, there is a part of you that's more likely to like, mm, let me just kind of chill a bit and make sure what I'm about to do is the right decision because this is my girlfriend or this is my mm. boyfriend. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I think also when it comes to situationship, one of the cons is that if both parties aren't in sync on what their like needs and de- desires are from it, it can lead to like resentment towards each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You can communicate more in this. I think like it's so much easier to communicate in a situationship. What? Why? <laughs> than a relationship, which shouldn't be. I think, yeah, clearly I've come from some pretty, yeah, like, so shitty like, relationships. It definitely should be easier to com- uh, my, communicate in a relationship than in a situation. My, my whole you should re- want to commit more, com- uh, communicate more in a relationship than a situation. I guess my reason behind that is that in a situation, I feel that there's no kind of worry that there's not as much responsibility to that person. You yeah. can be open without having to worry of like the, the full responsibility of, you know, being with that person long term. I feel like you can speak a lot more openly, a lot more candidly, like when it comes to experimenting sexually or there's like a point I'm trying to make here. It's no, like, I, I, like I, no. I can like hear it in like the <laughs> no, back of my mind. No, Maybe no, I just no, no, can't no. I think like, that's wrong. I think that's yeah, wrong. I'm trying to... Like the thing, mm. being able to cum- communicate... um well should be boyfriend girlfriend better than situationship being able Mm. to be more open in the bedroom should be a boyfriend and girlfriend situationship i didn't mention earlier like whenever you're in a situationship because it can be very very exciting because it's new Mm. and you just want to do all this weird shit the person it can be quite sexually liberating yeah but if you're with the right person boyfriend girlfriend wise like you should be completely sexually liberated you should be able to speak candidly to each other you should be able to completely open open up to each other but i think if if two parties in a situation aren't in sync and conversations aren't being communicated openly i think this has happened many times where it can lead to like very very toxic behavior and it can lead to even Pass, yeah. pass, passive aggression 100%. towards each other. Where, oh, we're we're situate, we're exclusive, or we're in a situationship. But I don't know what he's doing. I don't know what she's doing. So I'm just gonna go out this week, and I'm gonna do. I'm gonna talk to this guy, or I'm gonna message this guy who I know wants to, who's been sliding my DMs. Or I'm gonna message this girl, and then that just creates like a very, very, like, unhealthy di- dynamic and toxicity yeah. when it comes between two parties for. No reason besides the fact that just just it's maybe a lack, of, a lack of communication. It's I think it's your own insecurity. I think it leads down to this like. I think it leads down to the fact that you know people think with their ego so much. Mm. Whether you're in a situationship or early stages of dating, early stages of courting, and uh, <clears throat> when you're in the early stages of situationships or dating. It's like people are in a like kind of game who can do the least. Who yeah. can get away with doing the least. Who yeah. who can get away with not seeming as like interested or or not seem as or not seem as into you. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, that's a really cool game to play if you want to attract someone of the same frequency. Yeah. That's a really cool fun game to play. But if you play that game, you're only going to attract someone of the same frequency mm. who also is trying to play that game of, I don't want to show how neat or I don't want to show how into you I am. 
and you just end up getting two extremely insecure avoidant people who have no way to communicate instead of just effectively communicating to the other person what you want from that situation mm. and so yeah it, it does lead to those things where you get people like oh well fuck him he hasn't messaged me I get we're not dating but like I don't it's just like oh man this, this isn't this is meant to be fun it's meant to be easy it's as well it's meant to be easy yeah. it's meant to be especially easy especially at that stage do you know what I mean situationships are meant to be fucking easy yeah that's the point of it it's fun there's no like emotional baggage that comes with it you don't owe that person anything you're not responsible for them not saying that you you can't do nice things but it's like you're not actually responsible for them yeah and if you're having to deal with oh yeah but this oh but that it's like what's the fucking point but then it's like oh but i won't say that you know i'm not going to say that it's just like you're just attracting someone of the same shitty frequency that you think there's maybe a level why people would play those games is because there is a level that if they don't play those games and they're going to be shown as some vulnerability. So people pretend they don't care as much or people reply or don't reply for, I guess, 20 minutes or 24 hours because they don't want to seem too keen. And it's because that may come from some sort of history where they've probably been dealt a bad hand. They're like, well, now I've, this happened to me before. My ex cheated on me. Um, and I gave them everything. So with this one, I'm not going to show my vul- I'm not going to show this side of me. I'm not going to allow myself mm. to be vulnerable. So I'm going to wait and text him or her back in 24 hours. And um, whenever they do text back, I'm going to be really blunt and like play this game. I think that that can be. Um, I think that can be a reason for it. I think another example of why people will do that is because they think that other person will genuinely be turned off by that person's excitement or wanting to spend time with them and i know from some of our friends and people i've spoke to they're like yeah no you know i don't want them to like be freaked out and it's like fair if you're like this isn't like a what a jacket fits all if you're someone who's way over the top way too overly sexual way too like overly emotional fair fair enough but if i'm speaking to someone and it's just they have a nice date and it's like you know they leave the next morning to text, hey, I had a really good night. Do you want to hang out at some point this week? Yeah. Let me know. If you think that's too keen, there's an issue there's going an on issue, there. Yeah, calm there's down. an issue, yeah. There's an issue. And if just that message you think the other person's going to be like, oh, it's just like... And if you think that the person's going to feel that way, then surely that would be a red flag. It's not... It, it, it could be a red flag, but it, it could also be the fact that you're just like projecting something that they're not even feeling. Alien, yeah, because yeah. again, funny. again, this comes down to the fact that you've been acting a certain way for so long, but you keep attracting people of the same frequency. Mm. This person might not be like that. Have you read something about frequency this week? No, sorry. You've talked about frequency uh, like It's just a good word. Times. It's just a good it's a, word. It is good word it is a good word it is a very, it's very just a good word. word for it. i couldn't i couldn't coin it in any other way but i was like you just keep gonna be bringing someone's gonna comment something like that on the fucking tiktok page <laughs> big man moving his hands fuck off <laughs> um but yeah it's like you're gonna just keep attracting someone like that so it just takes it's just like that leap of faith almost mm. it's like fuck it just do it do the thing that's making you uncomfortable and just see what happens yeah like do the thing because quite often the thing you most feel uncomfortable about are the biggest things that you should be doing. Yeah. They're the things that are going to give you... Do you think it's scary? The biggest... Um, the biggest, Yeah, the biggest reward, you know. Do you think moving on from a situationship can be... can be difficult depending on how deep you're in? Especially <coughs> if... Because obviously situationships aren't relationships. So 
it can be slightly difficult to move on because there technically wasn't anything to kind of break off. If that makes sense. Yeah. So that I think comes into the whole like ghosting mentality and, mm. and I know you don't if, have any like quote unquote closure, I guess. It's not, I, it's again, from experience, from listening to other people, I found that what people will do is like, they'll just start pulling back ever yeah. so slightly just like text them a bit less or i'll just Mm. do that a bit less and like yeah it's cool like do whatever you want like it's not like there's no rule book about it but i think the best way to handle it is again just to like i had it with someone a while ago where it's like yeah i think you just had to go i know we've been hanging out for the past while um this isn't really for me anymore yeah thanks for you know your time effort and energy thanks for the experience and i hope you had a really like i hope you have a really nice day yeah and i think you know Initially, someone would go, no, I don't want to say that because like, I feel like I'm going to come across like a prick. And it's yeah. like, you can't like control how people feel, what people think, but you can control your actions. And if someone's going to be upset with you being genuinely honest and open with them, well, then that's now not for you to control. Yeah, exactly. But what does make you look like an arsehole is when you just keep pulling back they then start overthinking. Mm. They then come to you and be like, hey, is anything wrong? And you go, and no. Know, yeah. And it's, I guess it's not a form of gaslighting, but it's yeah. like, they just start feeling like, what's going on? Like, can you just have like a normal conversation with me? Yeah. So I think if you are ending a situation ship, it's really important to just, the moment you feel it, don't start like edging away. Don't start, oh, I'll text them, push it now to 24 hour replies or 48 hour replies or one word responses. Just, just have the conversation, nip it in the bud, and that person is going to feel incredible by that. Mm. They're going to leave that situation ship with a great experience, feeling like you treated them really well, gave them respect, you were honest and open, you were being vulnerable, which is so hard for people to do. And it's like everyone puts this thing of like vulnerability on a big pedestal. It doesn't have to be like that. Yeah. It doesn't have to be this huge thing. Oh, I told them how I was feeling. It's like, no, if you just make that the standard... That, way that will just become of your like yeah. that will just become a part of your like daily habits so i think there's a way to leave a, a situation ship in like a respectful way and there's a way to leave it look i've done it before like i've ghosted someone before i've yeah, done it we've, we've all, all done, done it. it and like i feel like an asshole like it isn't nice and when it's happened to me i felt like a fucking dick yeah and so and that's the thing whenever whenever people whenever you have to end it with someone or if someone ends it with you like I don't understand the ghosting thing because I because fi- ghosting's obviously not the way for it and I've, and obviously people do it because they're just afraid to I guess hurt that person or to have the but, co- or to have like the the conversation, the conversation. yeah the conversation but <laughs> I tell you what anytime that someone's messaged me and told me that like they weren't into it or mm. I guess they weren't in the right place at the time to be dating or whatever at the time I'm like oh shit this is annoying but then. It's so much better I'm because like fair play. because it literally it literally just like cuts Boom. it off. It's yeah. just done. Whereas if there's no conversation, or if there's no conversation about how that person's feeling or how I'm feeling, and it just kind of tapers off, and then we kind of slowly stop talking, and then next minute there's no communication. It's like, well, what's just what's just happened? We've been hanging out for this length of time, and then next minute it kind of just it just tapers off or we would talk loads. We would hang out every now and then. And then there's just no communication. And then what I hate the most is, is if you're, if you're in a situation with someone and then they kind of, the whole like, I guess, energy changes 
But then when you ask them what's changed, they're like, nothing. But you can tell that there's something. And then in your head, you're like, are they? They must be seeing someone. Yeah. Or something's going on. But then that that's the bit that would annoy someone the most is if you know for a fact that the energy's changed and then you confront them about it and then they pretend there's nothing. And that is a form of gaslighting. Yeah, that's that horrible. 100% because you can tell when someone's energy changes, especially if it's someone that you hang out with yeah. on a regular basis. You know what that person's like when they talk, when you talk to them every day. You know what their banter's like. You know how often they reply, how often you talk. You know how often that they're willing to hang out with you if they're hanging out with you weekly or bi-weekly and then next minute, now there's all of a sudden this fucking busy person. No, we've said this before, no one's ever no that, one's busy. that busy. No one's ever that busy. I could tell you right now, I could have... The most busy day in my in my life, I could have to do everything for 24 hours in a day. Mm. If I like you, I'll fit you in. I'll reply when I'm taking a shit. Yeah, like, I, it's not fucking, I will, I've I mean? literally messaged girls in the toilet yeah. while, when I used to work retail because I liked them that much. Exactly. We were like, oh, I was busy today in work. But I tell you now, if a girl likes you, mm. she'll find time to reply. If a 100%. dude likes you, he'll find time to reply to you. If a dude or a girl likes you, they'll find time to hang out with you. 100%. No matter wh- how busy they bloody are. They'll be, they'll be busy for other people in their lives. But yeah. if they like you, they will, they'll be coming around. They'll it's, be coming around the mountain when she comes. It's <laughs> <laughs> they'll be coming around the mountain it, at any time of the day. It's not the fact that they're busy. You're just not a priority. You're just not a priority. Exactly yeah. that. I've literally, I've dated girls who are, I would say, very, very busy. And they would, like, find time within their schedule to, like, come and hang out. And then it got to the stage where, obviously, they weren't into it anymore. And then all of a sudden, they were just, like, way yeah. too busy. So I've just Not, had so now, much to do. Now their life is just, like, they must just have. Just manic. Yeah, they've just become the CEO of Google yeah. or something. <laughs> because now they literally have no time. <laughs> But like a couple of months ago, yeah. like they were busy, yeah. but we were still hanging out once a week, twi- twice a so week, whatever. So on your Instagram story, you're out all the time. That's yeah, nice. like, so well, you know what I mean? But yeah. that that's when, because it, it is an ego hit as well, whenever someone all of a sudden decides that they're not keen anymore. But then again, it just comes around to the fact that a lot of the time it's not about you. And a lot of time you just are no longer a priority in their life. And same way, flip it on my side, I've had situations where that girl was just no longer a priority in my life. And even friends, depending on where you're in life, mm. friends become less of a priority and you hang out with certain ones less. Yeah. And that's just the way the cookie crumbles, that's to be honest life. with you. That's just That's life. the way the cookie crumbles. What are some of the signs that you're in a situationship though? Um, well, I was going to say, before we like go into that, mm. it's, just was my thought yeah one of those things like when someone's really busy and stuff like that and you start overthinking i used to have on my instagram uh dms where you can see if that person's been online i've turned that off oh yeah i've turned that, that off that was like i turned that off like years ago I makes turned your, it, your mental health way better yeah i was really it was <laughs> turned off on whatsapp as well out. yeah oh i should turn it off on that actually um, I was t- I turned it off because I was like I'd message someone like green light see if it's like online oh they're online why didn't they reply I'm like I don't need this I yeah. don't need to be like checking this fuck that Man. it's just not for me I turned it off and it's just been incredible honestly like with social media I mute people that don't that aren't good for my mental health yeah I unfollow and I, people I don't, I don't actually don't like people that I know I don't really unfollow because they haven't really oh, if I'm done friends with them, no. <laughs> like I haven't really done anything they haven't really done anything that's that warrants an unfollow but I will mute their stories and their posts just because like it just didn't make me feel good like my ex-girlfriend I've muted her um on not anymore but I did have her muted 
on her story on on her under post because every time I saw them, I was like, "This is shit." Mm. I actually told her. I told her that I did it. She's like, "Oh." <laughs> she's sweet about it. She's Fair like, play. "She's like, I understand." Yeah, she's like, I, I totally get that. But it's one of those things. It's nothing against the person, but you just got to, especially social media where there's just so much going on and so much um, negative things and negative posts. It's it, it's so important for you to just really, really, really make sure that whatever you're seeing on a day-to-day mm. basis when you scroll up and down your feed is things that make you feel good. 100%. So yeah, turn your red messages off and just like, Get that Can you turn your red messages off on IG? Oh, not red messages, nah, but turn it off so you thing. can't see if they're yeah, 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 it's just, yeah. It makes no better. It's like some people I know where they've like got the app where they can see who's unfollowed them. I'm yeah. like, why? That's weird. That's so fucking pathetic. Yeah, that's sad. Like, it's like you're looking to just be disappointed. Yeah, you just want to feel, you just want to feel like shit. It's just like, why? It's like I'm why? bored. I want to feel some emotion. Let yeah. me just like see who's unfollowed me. Let's just like hurt myself for the sake of it. Yeah. It's just like, oh, do you care? Nah. Do you really care that much who's unfollowed you? Fuck, if they haven't followed you, get on with your own fucking day. Who yeah, cares? I literally couldn't give a shit. Nah. But um, times that I can tell I'm in a situation ship. Yeah. Um... Maybe I feel like it's you're always doing stuff in like just the evening. It's always just like evening dates. Yeah, you're not seeing them in the daylight. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You're never like. <laughs> um, anything, anything before after seven p.m. Situation. Yeah, if it's always the evening stuff, always. Yeah. Because I know I was I was seeing someone a while ago, and it was just like a casual thing, and. I don't think they realized it was a situationship at that point. And I was like, you know, not really looking for anything. Yeah. Um, they messaged me and they were like, oh, I'd love to like do something in the day with you on time. We're always just doing stuff in the evening. And I was like, God, oh, okay. We're not aligned here. So I was like, hey, yeah, I just, I was like, I said, yeah, no, I know we haven't. Um, I'm really busy for like, for like the next week, but I just want to let you know that I'm not really looking for anything of that kind of like, I'm not really looking for something serious. Yeah. And they were like, oh, okay, cool. It's good to know like where your head's at. And Is so, it more of you not looking for anything serious and not looking for anything serious with you? <laughs> <laughs> That's what it is. I actually wrote to that person and said that. Did you? I did. Okay. I did. Yeah. That's I funny. Did. I did. It is literally that. It's just, I'm not looking for anything serious with you because when you do yeah. find the right girl, you will be serious with her. Yeah. That's what it is. Um, I think that that's, is that's definitely a good one. Yeah, that's that's definitely very true. Um, yeah. I think a, I think a good one is um, there's like no talk about the future with each other. There's no like planning of like holidays or yeah. like weekends away. Or even or... when you yeah, cuz when you talk about the future and you're with someone that you really like love or like, you're comfortable to have that conversation. Yeah, even comfortable to have the conversation, but even You see it going past like a can week. You just or let two. me talk. Oh, sorry, sorry. <laughs> sorry. Sorry, I was like trying to finish, trying to finish my sentence. I know, I, know, sorry. I don't know what's happening there. Sorry, sorry. I'll just shut the fuck up. I'm going to just put myself on mute. Oh, uh, he's muted himself. Um, yeah, whenever you're in a situation ship, there's never any conversation of the future with each other. Mm. Like you'll you'll notice if they talk about the future and what they want to do, they never actually mention you or the idea. Especially, so for example, I have a friend um, who was like, "Oh well, I'm seeing this guy." They've been like, they, I, "I think they were boyfriend and girlfriend," but she was saying hi. They've been with each other for this length of time, but every time he talks about the future, um, he doesn't like involve her in mm. like those plans. Um, he was talking about I think like moving countries, um, like 
that's yeah, a good le- way le- to like, le- set the example. Leaving leaving Dubai and going to another country, but she was saying that he would never like mention her or asking her would she be interested in moving or is that something she'd be open to and in that that to me is like oh especially uh, especially yeah. if you've been with them for quite a while it's very i, I did say that too it's like that's that's like a red flag for me it would be if i was with the girl for a year or two years and she was talking about the future and her version of the future never mentioned me or even asked what I wanted to do. I'd be like, oh, there's you don't obviously see this going anywhere. Mm. You know what I mean? So that's a bloody big one. hundred percent. That even happens when people are in relationships. <laughs> yeah. It's probably because they're too scared of like commitment. They're like, oh, I'm looking forward to like, you know, going away for the next two years. Yeah. I can't uh, wait to move to Antarctica. Yeah. <laughs> can't wait to do that <laughs> on, on my, my own. own. Yeah. It's going to be wicked. Um, I, I think that's like a really great example because when you are like dating someone, you're comfortable enough to see it going past a week. You've yeah. got like foresight. You're looking like, it doesn't have to be like years ahead, but you're like, you can see for like the next couple of months. Yeah. And I think that, yeah, definitely that's a huge thing. And and when you know you're not in a situationship is when you can see that person is comfortable enough to say things like that. Mm. Oh, you know, what are you doing next month? I was thinking of maybe doing like a weekend here or that person is comfortable enough to see you going past the next few steps. And yeah. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. That's a huge, a I huge also sign. think depends on the type of situation ship that, that you're in. Cause people are very different for you. For example, if you're in a situation ship, your conversations with that person will never be superficial. Like you're not going to see someone for elongated period of time. If the conversation is like just dead, dead mm. chat, dead pan chat. But I think for a lot of people, if you are in a situation ship, there's probably, a part of it where the conversation can be quite super superficial and very very surface level mm. and then that's also a sign as well if that person's not willing to kind of open up to you or be any level of emotional when they're around you or with you whether that's pillow talk or whatever that's also like a, a sign that your relationship in a situation I, I would preface that as well where if you're someone who's trying to gauge if you're in a situation and you're looking for that person to show vulnerability identify first if you've done that identify yeah. if you've been vulnerable yeah because you can't expect someone to do something that you haven't done first put yourself forward the go first principle so the way to test it is like show some vulnerability expose yourself and then if they don't give you the same back then you can kind of like see from there. But also, is that not like a a tit for tat? It's like you're given with the expectation to get back. Should no, you, it's, should, it's should, just should a, you not just give because you want to? It's a really great way to assess where someone's head's at. Yeah, if you also, say something quite like open about yourself and that person never does, yeah. you, you're being able to pick up signs. That's a good way to pick up signs. Yeah. It's not saying you have to do that. But as a way but if to you're, be but like, if you're being vulnerable just because you want them to be vulnerable, surely that's not like coming from a very genuine place. It's being so vulnerable. You're not being, being vulnerable because I around you feel like feel comfortable enough to tell you this, but you shouldn't be doing that with the intention that they're going to have to tell you something back it's, in it's return. It's not the fact they have to; they don't have to. Yeah. But you can be vulnerable with intent. You can be like, I want to open up to this person because I feel comfortable about them and I could maybe see this developing into something. Yeah. And then when you are vulnerable and nothing ever comes back or they're never comfortable talking about certain things, you go, 
Yeah, I think if mm. if it's like a maybe constant, they're, they're, if it's a constant yeah. cycle of where they're just never opening mm. up for sure. Maybe they're not in the same headspace. I'm now getting an understanding. Yeah. That's a way that you can start building a kind of framework that then leads into a conversation of, hey, I just want to ask, where's your kind of head at? Yeah. Just because I, I'm, you know, I'm into you or I could see this going somewhere um, past the next, you know, two weeks. Yeah. So I'd just love to know where your head's yeah, at. Yeah, because if I speak from my own personal experience, I would say... In order, f- I find it quite difficult to be vulnerable, mm-hmm. and it's not because if I'm comfortable with someone, I will tell them. But it's not because I don't want to. I just need to be like asked the question or asked things yeah. about me. Like I'm, it will be very, very rare for me to like go up to someone and say, "Oh, I need to talk about this. This is my issue." Mm. Like if you speak to the boy detox, every time I send her a voice note, she knows it's something mm. serious. I was like, "Yes, yeah, so I'm sending a voice note." Um, you know I don't do this, so uh, you know, you know it's here. She's like, yeah. When she's it's same with my mom. If I call my mom, she like freaks out. She thinks there's something Sorry, wrong. You know what I mean? And it's not because I'm incapable of being vulnerable around certain people. It's just because I one I don't like to burden people. So if someone asks me stuff, I'm if I'm comfortable around you, I will tell you. But I think for someone like you, you're happy to, enough to be vulnerable. So I think there there's almost a a version of a situation where or a relationship where you have to almost understand the person that you're with. Mm. Is this someone based on what I know of them going to just tell me stuff? Do I have to like pry it out of them? Do I have to ask them how their mum is? Do I have to ask them what their experience with their ex was like? Do you have to ask them about their childhood? Because mm. so many people just probably won't just come out and say it. Yeah. Depending on your background, depending on your 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 history with past relationships and past friendships you just won't so i think again it's all about figuring out who you're chatting to who that person is and what's the best way to actually communicate with them good right? point. yeah i think that's a really really good point yeah i got nothing to add to that. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, do you also think if they haven't met your friends or family it's still a situation this is a very interesting one. I think I had it. Like, not not by accident. Like, yeah. you actually make the active decision. Because there's a difference if you're, like, out and about. Out and about. And, and someone's night. like, oh, hey. Yeah. And this is something that I've been thinking about recently. Because I'm like, oh, if someone's out and about, it's different to, like, premeditated. Hey, we're going out tonight. I would love to see you. Or come out with us. Or there's a, pre- there's a premeditated, like, element to it. Yeah. So, wait, what, uh, can you ask a question again? Do you think... <clears throat> do you think... If they haven't met your friends or family, that's a kind of a sign that you're in a situationship. If they never talk about it. You mean by talk about it? Like ask you about it? So you can be with someone and be like, oh, I would love you to meet my friends eventually. Okay. I think that is a good sign. But again, it's like, you know, look at actions, not words. Yeah. So you can listen to what someone's saying for a period of time, but see what follows up with it. Mm. But if that person never even talks about it, they always, they, you know, they never talk about that. They never talk about, oh, we're going out or, you know, like introducing you to anyone. If that never comes up in conversation, yeah, that, that's a red flag. You're in a, well, it's not a red flag, but it's like you're in a situation. Situationship, yeah. yeah 100%. Because for sure, whenever. Because you'd be proud. You'd be like, oh, yeah. I want to introduce you. I'm, I'm so excited for you to have like banter with my mates. Oh, yeah, 100%. Like yeah, you 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 want that person to represent an element of you and like yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. Mm. Um, what do you think is probably the best course of action to get out of one? Whether you want to move from situationship into relationship, I think the first one is. It's like the box theory kind of thing, isn't it? Um, yeah, but I think one 
well, we're not talking about like moving from box to box, but just mm-hmm. like I think the first one is just never give an ultimatum. Oh, is that the whole like coming up? What do you think we are? Oh, wait, wait, what? So what like, you if you, if you're in a situation ship with someone and you're wanting to either figure out what it is, or if you're wanting, or if one party wants a relationship, if you're the person that's wondering and wants to figure out what's happening, never lead by saying if this if we're not going to be a relationship, then we're done. Or because I don't feel like ultimatums when it comes to going into relationship relationships are a great way to start. Yeah, you need to give someone the time to process the information. Like, I think if you came to a situation and you were like, hey, I get we've been seeing each other just casually or as a situation ship for the last couple of months. I really would love to take this further. That's where my head's at. Yeah. What's your kind of thoughts on that? Because if not, I, I think I just like need to like reevaluate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And exactly. then just give it to that person. They might yeah. be like, cool, thanks for that. I didn't really like ever think about it because... It's like you've got your cake and eat it, you mm. know. You've got this bird or you've got this guy. You're able to, you know, have sex, go on dates, have a really great time. And it's like, well, I'm getting everything I need. need yeah. So just give that person the time to, like, assess the, the situation. And that's fine. And to be honest, it could end up, you know, you don't get the result you want. Mm. But it could end up you do get the result you want. But coming to the situation like that, it gives you a just like a fair chance you yeah know? and it's just a good level of communication as well because yeah entering into it with like an ultimate is like if we're not going to be in a relationship then yeah. this is this is over <laughs> and then if that person's like oh my god shit i'm gonna lose it and they're like oh uh, i think there's a way you can say it of like look I, I've, I've had a really good time hanging out with you i really want to take this further i think if if you're just happy to keep things where they are i'm probably not like into I'm that probably yeah. not into that that's an ultimatum basically yeah. So I think you can have an ultimatum, but it's how you communicate it. Yeah, it's not Don't about what you say, like it's how you say it. Basically, yeah. I think um, it's really important to just have the honest, the honest talk mm. with that person about what your like your, your desires are when it a comes lot to of the commitment don't because they'll be like oh but what if it ends and yeah I'm like, mm, i mean that's like yeah you're just hurting yourself really. yeah you are yeah. and also <clears throat> i think you also need to speak clear and direct yeah like you don't go in like we've said this before, you don't go in and ask them what do they what want. What do you want? Yeah. I've said this to people. And yeah, they're like, like, yeah, fair it's like you don't go in and ask, oh, so why, what, what, do you, what do you want from this? Just like, if you're the one coming with the, the situation or the conversation, you just fucking go in and say, this is what I want. This is how I feel. We've been hanging out for six months. Um, if like, I want to be with you, whatever. Mm. How do you feel about that? Yeah, 100%. And then you let them talk. Because if you go in with what do you want, then they now technically control the narrative of the conversation. Yeah. And they're and I think also when you when people go in with the what do you want, it comes across very meek and mild. It comes across quite sheepish. You've got confidence like, to do that. It's like I'm not I want to talk about this, but I'm not confident enough to lead the conversation. So I'm gonna I want you to lead it and then I can piggyback off that. But for me, if if I ever wanted something or wanted to find out what someone else felt when it came to, I guess, our relationship or situationship, I would just say mm. what I felt and then it's, say, now you talk to me. It's confidence. Yeah. I think that's confidence and that person will have respect for you for doing it. Like massively. That's That could be a huge turn on for people mm. as well. Like fucking hell, that person had the bollocks to come and say that. Like fair play to them. And Shows a level of maturity as well. A level of maturity and... You know, I, maturity. one of my friends was, you know, dating someone, uh, they were just like casually dating and there was a situation where they kind of didn't want to like vocalize what was going on or, you know, they had that like 
what we were talking about, that back and forth where it's like, oh, we're not kind of communicating. Yeah. This kind of happened, that kind of happened. And, you know, oh, I don't know where their head's at. And we've had this like awkward back and forth and they've kind of like canceled a date, moved it on. I've, you know, I've done this. And I was like, if you don't communicate how you feel and you feel like you're being made a mug of, I think it comes to a point where it's like, I wouldn't really respect you as a person and this is how I like said it to them I was like I know you might be feeling that you're making a big deal by saying it but there's a way you can communicate it effectively and if the shoe was on the other foot and I felt that I was able to just walk all over you I, I wouldn't would, have yeah. any respect for you yeah, 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 and yeah. I wouldn't ever want to date you Yeah, I'd be like this will never go further than a situation yeah. or a casual thing Yeah, you the got, fact you that you got can't to. just say hey by the way this isn't cool yeah you, you'd literally have to stamp your foot down in, in many times and, and create boundaries like I said to you in the 100%. phone this week um, whenever I was kind of like casually missing this girl and we wanted to meet up or whatever um, and she kept like cancelling she can listen to this uh, I actually don't know but if she if she does listen she'll put know the, this is her putting your foot um, down she, she kept like cancelling and it was not even like proper days but she was like oh I'm going to be in Bondi I'll give you a message when I'm like there later on and then whatever, I was obviously like out as well, having a good time, whatever, whatever. Or she's like, oh, I'm going to be in Bondi in the afternoon. I'll come around, whatever, whatever. I was like, yeah, sweet. Obviously, I'm I'm working, whatever, but I'll get lunch. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, sweet. And then she would like cancel. And I just messaged her one day and said, look, I understand you're busy, but you've like set up for us to meet up yeah. three or four times and you've canceled. If this was the other way around and I kept doing that to you, that would be a massive red flag and you'd think as a dickhead. Yeah, 100%. And she just, she responded and says, yeah, you're totally right. Um, I've just been so busy, but I obviously want to see you, whatever, whatever. Um, and then, yeah, then she just... just I, th I think you also like handle it before you build it up in your head mm. so you don't explode. Yeah. Handle it at the little milestones when you notice the red flags. Handle it there instead of just like putting it away and going, yeah. oh, just I won't do it then. Because then it comes out as like, you've been doing this for the, the past whole couple time. of months. Yeah, it's been, just like, whoa, yeah. you, you, why didn't you like say, say anything yeah, yeah, yeah. there? It's just why like, I've been doing this since the start. Yeah. yeah, why did you sit with it and marinate? Yeah. Because some people just give you shit tests as well. Yeah. Like guys and girls will give you shit tests just to see if you've got the bollock to do something. Mm. And it's like, if you're not comfortable, set a boundary and it's just, it can actually from there lead into something pretty good. 100%. Because yeah. you have so many people would now that chick spot, knows not to fuck with you. Yeah, they they, <laughs> they they spot all these red flags throughout their their dating process and never actually say anything. And then obviously it finally gets to the point where it's frustrating them. And then if you're the person who were obviously showing off these red flags, and someone came to you after six months and said this, this, and this, you should be like, mm. "What are you talking about? I've been doing this the whole time. Yeah. Why is it that now you're telling me?" And then it's just like. Someone's also like, oh, you know, like in that example, they're like, oh, you know, and like they just had me on the ropes for months, uh, for months doing that. And I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. So they had you on the ropes for months doing that. And mm. yet you would allow them, them to do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a level of responsibility yeah, you've got yeah. to take it there. It sounds like a you problem. It sounds like a you problem. Yeah. It's not just like, don't just put the ownership on them. You've got a level of responsibility for yourself to have self-respect, to set your own boundaries, to have a healthy, casual relationship, situationship or a proper relationship. You have yeah. to have those boundaries and, you know, fucking sack up, basically. Well. Ooh. Ooh.
That was good. That was um, fucking hell. That was a, uh, oh, that was a juicy topic. That was juicy and juicy. Yeah. They were bringing more juicy topics. Yeah. Um, in our next podcast Ooh. after this one with the boy detox. Oh, very excited. We're gonna be heading to Wollongong for that. Woo! That's gonna be really good. I Woo! think we haven't done an episode with us since episode like I don't know twelve. I think. Yeah. I think it's episode twelve. Yeah. So, f- fuck, so it's this been is a exciting. While. Yeah, but um, that episode is going to be good. But again, thank you very much, everyone, for listening. If you yeah. made it this far, hope you got some good bit of advice from that. And if you didn't What's get good saying? advice, What's that saying you had? It's, uh, it's not relevant. Oh, it's not but relevant. is it? Is it? Oh, I thought it was pretty good. No, it's not relevant. No, is it not good? Oh, okay. Alright, oh, it's not okay. No, it actually is. Oh, go on then. Yeah. Nah, it doesn't matter. Oh, nah, we'll do it, we'll do it another okay, time okay, it's relevant. Okay, it's relevant. Okay, I feel okay, like that would have been forced. Okay, alright. Yeah, alright, thank you very much, everyone. Please subscribe, like, comment, rate, all that sort of beautiful stuff. And, and we will see, see, see well. you very, 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 very soon. Peace and love. Bye, Oakley. Bye, friends. <laughs>